welcome to the talk of the town a yellow club original podcast and this is a space where we talk about things essentially the reason why we're doing this show is to have a safe space where the community can talk about a wide range of things talk about their takes their experiences their stories and basically create a space a safe space where they can feel heard Now there's quite a lot of misconceptions around the matters that we discuss on our platform. So through talk of the town, we aim to get the perspectives of experiences out there and hopefully replace at least some of these assumptions and judgments that come along with them. At the end of the day, that's all that we want to be heard, to be seen and to not be judged on the basis of assumptions. So yeah, we're doing this show to create a safe space for you guys. So enough of me talking about safe spaces and let's get into today's episode. So this week we will be diving deep into a very prevalent topic especially among youngsters and that is self-harm, right? Now one of those things that really blew my mind was how common it was right so i came across this study which took place in 40 countries and according to this 17% of the people have self harmed throughout their lifetime now that's a lot right so it's much more prevalent than we think it is so we are really glad that we chose to talk about it because you know self harm may feel like the cinema that not a lot of people understand so today we have five beautiful speakers who have had first hand experience with self harm and has agreed to share with us their experiences and stories so one of the most prevalent question that anybody would have in their mind would be that why would one do it why does one do it in the first place so please take turns and please tell us your stories yeah why do you think i did it i think i did it because i perceived an emotional pain or discomfort within me but i'd suppressed it for so long and so much of this discomfort that i just was so far disconnected from it and i just couldn't pull it out from me and i knew that i needed to get rid of this pain and i knew that i wanted it out of me but it was just too far pushed down that the only way i could get it out of me was to feel it in a way that i wasn't used to and to feel it in a way that i could see and a way that i could validate what i was thinking and what i was feeling so i think that's why i did it so there were two periods of time years apart where i had this habit and i think i'll talk about the latter because the first one was when i was 13 and it seems too too far off and hazy to me and even the second one it's i'm still very unsure of why i did it 
it could have been self hatred a mix of self hatred low self worth and you're in so much emotional pain that and you're numb and you just want to f- translate that emotional distress into physical pain so that you feel something and you can take a load off your doubts about your numbness and your emotional load that's weighing down on you so i think that's why i did it so the very first incident that occurred was on uh, uh was on the 31st new year's eve of 2019 um, um so i was just looking back at the year of uh, about what i had done what i had achieved and and that year had fairly been very difficult for me in that year i had felt lonely most of the time and a sense of major confusion self doubt and i was constantly questioning myself for self esteem during that time so when i was looking back at all the things that uh, that i had done and i was writing them down i some very unpleasant memories came came back to me and they were they were really fresh in my head back then so it was it got so severe for me that i just couldn't put myself to sleep so i think that back when i did it for the first time that night it was it was as a distraction it was it was out of all in sheer distraction because i felt like i was going crazy in my head and i had nobody to talk about it and i didn't even know if anyone would understand what i was going through because i just i just i just wanted to escape and i also wanted to punish myself for not being good enough because i because I couldn't blame it on the circumstances I blamed it on myself. So, so that was why I think I did it to escape and to punish myself. Here is the first question. Why do you think you did it? Okay, first of all, I did it by myself, okay? um it's like i totally hurt myself because i want to get relief of the issue that i was handling at that time because i was going through um a phase of breakup with a guy whom i was like 5 years in a relationship with and also another guy came into the relationship and totally spoiled the soup okay and he was like the second guy was like forcing me into the relationship with him when i'm not even at least interested with him so I was going through a very much mental pressure so at that time he was threatening me like he'll kill my parents my dogs this and that so it was like i didn't know what to do 
so what i did i turned myself to like you know self-harm i won't cut my wrist something like that because i didn't want my parents to know so what do i do i literally like uh, take a screwdriver or a blade something and you know the back you know as if my back i'll just make long long painful lines at my back using nails um pen drive not pen drive actually it's um pocket knife something like that so i literally made a lot of lines at the back of my shoulders and everything so it was a really painful process and i didn't have friends because it was like when how to say it's like once my boyfriend break up it's just like literally my whole world left me so i was left alone in this box to root and i had no one to share with so that time the self-harm was the only option which makes me feel a little bit relaxed like i love this pain it gives me that type of vibes you know like every time i hurt myself i feel like okay wow i love this pain like it gives me that type of mentality I was in too much pain, too much emotional pain and it was a sort of pain that was impossible to see. So for physical amalgamation of the pain that I was going through emotionally to be able to see it physically was why I think I did it. And later after a while once the pain became less I started taking medication and I was very numb to any kind of emotions and in that numbness I felt like harming myself to be able to feel something. Yeah, now I think it makes sense. Yeah. It must be it must have been quite hard for you, right? So what exactly um was your mental state when you did it? What was your reaction to it after you did it? the mental state and feelings that i experienced right before it happened it's kind of like when you're about to cry and you get that clog in your throat that you know crying is the only way to release that it's just this overwhelming congestion in your body that something poisonous and toxic just needs to get out that's what it feels like and your reaction to it afterwards for me it was i was pretty horrified from it it was pretty brutal for me because it it was one of those things that were talked about in fear because it was meant to be something scary and meant to be something that no one should do and no one should go through so it was very stigmatized and you'd think that over time you would get more desensitized um by doing it more but it's yeah it just never really got easier for me or any less horrific any less painful and traumatic so yeah so during both my phases it was a period of emotional instability i would say where i'm feeling a lot of things fluctuating too fast it could be that i'm angry at a lot of people and then it could be that i'm angry at myself and i'm numb to the point that I doubt if I'd ever feel anything and I'm sad to the point that I'm crying my eyes out. So it's a mix of all that and in that state that's the state I think I was in when I was doing it. My my reaction towards it 
wasn't uh, uh, wasn't very pleasant either it didn't help me um uh, i was feeling guilty i was again blaming myself for it and uh, i was feeling guilty mostly because of the because of the thoughts that came back to me i mean it was it was uh, it were those unpleasant thoughts and memories and occurrences that that really induced guilt in me for because because i still wasn't over those feelings i was still feeling certain things about certain incidences and uh, and that was something that really made me feel guilty because uh, well unlike some people and unlike how people put it i i didn't just get over it i i i mostly just escaped them and that is why whenever they came to me whenever they usually come to me just like that night uh, they really overpower me they really overwhelm me so my so my so my mental state my mental reaction was just confusion self doubt overwhelming and uh, guilty mostly i was mo- i was also feeling helpless and hopeless i mean i was doubting myself i i myself had felt that whatever step that i took that night it was out of pure uh, urge to get attention and nothing else even i was doubting my own intentions and so that's why i really felt like i had no way to escape it and es- and escaping is what i really wanted to do because it was really unbearable for me to sit down with those thoughts i initially started harming myself my emotional and mental state was very tumultuous i was in too much anxiety depression pain there was too many things going on in my head and i just wanted the emotions and i just wanted the thoughts to stop i couldn't sleep without harming myself and later on when i started taking meds and my mind became numb i just wanted to be able to feel something and get out of that numbness what was the mental state reaction when you did it i was depressed i was in a panic and anxiety attack okay i was like uh, very much confused you know i was in pain sad angry it's like all the feelings i bottle up inside myself until i can't study i'm an engineering student i literally can't study i was in my degree second year i literally i can't study because of this feelings i bottle up inside myself i didn't have friends to share i didn't have anyone to share and i didn't want to burden my parents so i never share anything to them so it was like you know the self harm it's like i was in love with the pain at that time but now after months like i have come out of it i have realized that it's a total i can't say it's a stupid thing because at that moment that was the only thing which like makes me relieved out of the pain 
because I don't take drugs, I don't take alcohol, I don't smoke. So that was the only thing which makes me feel a bit relaxed. Mm. So it really, it was kind of a vicious cycle you could say, right? Where you do it and then afterwards you feel guilty or you have mixed feelings of anger and sadness and loneliness and it does not make things any better and then you feel bad and then but then you go back to it right mm. was it was it addictive was it would you would you say that that phase of your life was a slippery slope is it addictive slash a slippery slope i would say yes it is can be very addictive because i was getting to the extent where i was dependent on it daily and it was addictive like i would do it in advance i would predict when i would be feeling clogged up or down and i would do it in advance so i wouldn't have to get there in the first place and i would even do it when i was feeling happy because i was so skeptical of feeling happy because i thought that that, that would make me deluded and i needed to be thinking with clarity and i needed to be grounded and i needed to be real basically so yeah it was very addictive for me and it, you get yourself into just cycles where it's really hard to break i don't think it's addictive or a slippery slope in a very conventional sense like it does give you relief in that moment and it kind of lowers your self worth afterwards but you don't keep coming back to it to get a higher high out of it that's not what you're looking for you're just doing it in response to emotional distress not because you want to feel pleasure or not necessarily because you do feel any pleasure for that matter so it is it can be habit it can fastly become habitual in a sense but i don't think it's addictive or a slippery slope in a very conventional sense it isn't addictive i mean <laughs> this is just a coping mechanism i when i have felt the urge to do it many times but that wasn't really my addiction that was speaking this this thing it's it's like a seed that get that gets buried in you and really just because you did it once just because you did it twice or a couple of few times it doesn't mean that you are addicted to self harming or it's a slippery slope this 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 is if if you can get better ways to handle this if you can get better ways to cope with it like when i when i had first done it i and uh, i was seeing a therapist even when my second incident occurred i was still seeing a therapist it i and just because the thought occurred in my head i wouldn't say that it is addictive 
anyone who self harms is not addicted to it they are just unaware and what what is what is the slippery slope and uh, over here really is the uh, is the urge to escape really is the urge to just get out of your head and and uh, and that is what really happens so does some people take it as an option but it doesn't but but it, but it isn't an addiction itself it's just that people want to escape nobody is really addicted to it even i wasn't at during the time all you really want to do is just escape so that's not it is is it addictive yes it's very much addictive because once you like resort to self harm it gives you like a little bit of pleasure like saying that okay wow i feel a bit peaceful something like that because i'm supposed to hurt someone else but instead i couldn't make the heart you know like some people they will hurt their pets this and that because i'm my nature is not like going hurt any other animals people or like that my nature is simple i don't hurt people so instead i hurt myself so i find it a bit addictive because the more i hurt myself the more i feel like it's like wow i feel peaceful something like that yeah it's definitely an addictive habit once i started harming myself it became almost a daily routine for me every time i would drink and uh, daily i would drink and then play some music and harm myself and i would feel relieved and then i would sleep so yeah it did become a habit I think we have polarized experiences in this aspect. And okay, I think it depends on the person, right? And it varies from person to person and the experience that you're in or that you're going through. And yeah, so it may vary, it may be addictive or not addictive depending on the context of the story. Yes. I think I think I understood um what you guys meant. So one last question uh, that I have for you guys is if someone is going through this right now what would you want them to know? Someone who is going through self-harm right now, I would want them to know that I see them, they're valid. I understand what they may be experiencing. I don't think they're doing it just for attention. Um and I would I would want to tell them just to keep looking for those better solutions and to have faith in that they can get better. If someone is going through it right now, I want them to know that you shouldn't be trying to push away help when they present themselves you shouldn't be trying to push away people when they're concerned that you're behaving a little off and i know it's easy to hide your scars and hide your habit and make up excuses when someone is concerned and i get it because there's a likely chance that they don't understand what you're going through 
but that's an assumption you're making and you have to be on the lookout for any possibility of help any possibility of empathy that present themselves to help you out you have to look at the world in such a way that they will help you and that's hard in that state but if you want to get out of the habit and i strongly believe that we should be getting out of the habit because it's not a coping uh, it's not a healthy coping mechanism i think you should be ready to accept help be on the lookout for help or even be proactive if possible by seeking out help yourself i would like to let them know that whatever feeling whatever emotions whatever thoughts that you're feeling whatever memories that are reviving it that are that are so unbearable that are, that that you are taking the step again and again i would like to let them know that you are bigger than whatever they are they are not formidable even though in that moment you you feel that they are i would i would i would really ask them to really talk to someone confide into someone who you can trust who you know will hold space for you who won't overreact if it's if it's a professional then 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 be it a professional if if it's someone from your immediate family please do it and if it's a friend go for it please please talk to someone i when when i first talked to someone I, it really helped me find a ground it really helped me face it better and also i would want to know it's okay it it doesn't mean that you when you self harm it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that once you do it that you're that you're gone once and for all you can recover from it you can you can you can take that power yourself it's difficult but you can still fight it and if it's and if it's difficult please confide into someone please talk to someone because when you tend to go through all of this all alone you tend to feel that you are actually all alone in this but if you look around there is enough light you just have to willing to be accepting of it please reach out i know it will do you good because it certainly did to me i'm not a very much advisor of what my only advice is that stop doing that your body is much more worthy than what you think you are i know you're going through problems right now there is a lot more you know big issues out there but yours is big to you right now because you're going through it mentally physically and everything so my only advice love your body never ever hurt your body because that's the one which is going to be with you till the end so don't do anything that might hurt your body and make you regret 
the lucky thing about my self harm is that it didn't go you know serious like makes me like lost my life something like that if i did i guess i wouldn't have the choice to enjoy all the happiness i'm having right now not much i'm still suffering but yeah i'm enjoying myself and also because of these issues um my doctor has prescribed me as having ptsd so i'm slowly doing things you know a lot of things like i enjoy like painting the house um a lot of things i'm slowly enjoying things and i'm seeing a lot of things which makes me grateful for the life that i'm having right now if someone who is listening to it is going through it right now all i would like to tell them is they are not alone in this it's very common it's more common than we think and everybody likes to hide it i have never hidden my self harm scars i have always been open about them talked about it and i guess that's how i got over it and i stopped doing it because i was honest about it and i started finding other healthier mechanisms to replace the unhealthy self harm habits wow beautifully said all of you thank you for such wonderful responses to our prompts now is there anything else that you want to tell uh, that you feel is prevalent and um, you feel that we should know there's also a lot i would like to say to people who've never experienced self harm because they have such a critical role in preventing and reco- helping um people recover from self harm by just avoiding the misconceptions and trying to break down that stigma um and it can be just the questions that they ask or pointing out scars or things like that that just really can set people back a lot and it can even trigger people into relapsing and i would want people to know that it isn't always you know an attempt for suicide it isn't always trying to just get attention and they aren't always crazy they're real people and it's you've got to try to empathize and imagine what it would be like to be in the, that position i would just like to add that self harm is more than just cutting yourself self harm is any kind of destructive behavior towards yourself and your body <clears throat> I am still I used to cut myself but I'm still hurting myself in ways of peeling off my nails and peeling off my hair and I just want people to recognize that those are also self-harm habits and it's not just about romanticizing self-harm it's also about recognizing that it's a destructive habit and it should be dealt with in the right way If someone you love is going through a self-harm phase I want you to be a little more careful, a little more empathetic when you talk to them and take care not to add to their guilt by saying things like what did you think about us or your your this is hurting us this is hurt this is disturbing us because it adds to their guilt it feels like they've disappointed one more person and i don't think that helps you want to present yourself as someone who's ready to listen understand the thing and solve it together with them wow this beautifully said this thank you so much to 
be honest this has been quite a learning experience for me because yes this has changed my perception uh, and everything that i thought about this enigma of self harm and I, and i really do think that i can at least try to understand what a person going through this would feel like and what is going through that person right thank you so much for being this candid with us and for sharing your experiences and stories with us and i think it is by sharing how you feel and your story like our story with each other that we can understand and try to empathize with each other right so thank you so much for coming on our show and this has been a wonderful experience for me so guys um we have come to the end of the episode and please do give us your feedback and suggestions on our official instagram handle at yellow club official so stay tuned for the next episode